Hi, it's the Sasquatch from the Busted Barstools podcast. This episode of Monsters of the Clubhouse features the incredible story of Peter Story and is heavily influenced by a 2010 autobiography entitled True Story, My Life and Crimes as a Football Hatchet Man. Peter Story is a former Arsenal, Fulham and England footballer. Between the years of 1962 to 1975, he amassed a staggering 391 appearances for Arsenal, a 4 of 17 for Fulham, and 19 international caps for his country. On the pitch, he was often described as a hatchet man by opposition and an assassin by teammates. Off the field, he was quiet and reserved. The last person you would predict would end up running a brothel, importing pornography, colluding with notorious gangsters, and calling prison home twice. This is his story. The Rise Peter Edwin's story was born on the 7th of September 1945 in Farnham in Surrey. He was born to Edwin, a carpenter and builder, and Nelly, a part-time shop assistant. As a child, he would occasionally accompany his father to matches at the, at the recreation ground to see Aldershot play in the 4th Division. However, he began supporting Arsenal from a very early age. From the age of 11, he was coached by former Aldershot striker Charlie Mortimer for the Aldershot and Farnborough School, Schools Football Association. He soon attracted the attention of Arsenal with his performances at schoolboy level and he also garnered enough attention to be selected for the England schoolboys. Story signed as an apprentice with Arsenal after his formal education ended in 1961. For much of his younger days, Story was fully focused on his career, opting to avoid the pitfalls of the nightlife with his fellow apprentices. He was re- rewarded for his commitment and endeavour with a professional contract in September of 1962. However, a build-up of senior players on the books at Arsenal meant he was limited to reserve action until making his debut in October of 1965. After making his debut in a 3-1 loss to Leicester, Storey retained his starting position for the remaining 29 games of the season. The 1966-67 season was a much better fairing for Arsenal who improved to 7th thanks largely to increased defensive prowess. Story's play at times during the season did, gra- did draw criticism from the press, especially following two major instances. One, a tackle, resulting in severe injury to Man City winger Mike Summerby, and a red card following an all-out brawl during a cup win against Gillingham. Regardless, Story's role was pivotal as Arsenal reduced the number of goals conceded from 75 in the 65-66 season to just 47 over the course of the 66-67 season. Arsenal had a familiar fairing in the 67-68 season, finishing 9th, but this was a side which we would now refer to as a side in transition. The transition was in full swing in the 68-69 season as Arsenal finished 4th in the league conceding a miserly 27 goals. They overcame Sunderland, Scunthorpe, Liverpool, Blackpool and fierce rival Spurs to make the FA Cup final. They did unfortunately come undone against 3rd Division Swindon Town 
with left winger Don Rogers bagging two in extra time to seal a 3-1 victory. As a result of their league position, Arsenal qualified for the Intercity Fairs Cup, a tournament akin to the modern day Champions League, however minus the group stages and with two legs in all fixtures including the final. Despite an indifferent league campaign in the 69-70 season where they finished 12th, Arsenal blazed a trail across Europe to reach the final of the Intercity Fairs Cup. In the run to the final, Arsenal dispatched of Glentorn, Sporting Lisbon, FC Rouen of France, FCM Bacau of Romania and European powerhouse Ajax. The first leg in the final against FC Anderlecht didn't go to, go to plan with Arsenal losing 3-1. The away goal however proved critical as Arsenal secured a 3-0 home victory and landed their first trophy in 17 years. The following season they defended the European trophy up until the quarter-final, knocking out Lazio, SK Strom Graz from Austria and KS Berovin from Belgium before losing to German side FC Cologne on away goal. However, with European contention out the window, Arsenal were able to fully focus on a nip and tuck title race with the dominant side in England at the time, Leeds. Led by Billy Bremner, the title seemed lost thanks to an injury time winner by Jack Charlton on, in April of 71 as Leeds defeated Arsenal 1 in Ellen Gold. Arsenal, however, were able to claw back and thanks to a 1 0 victory over Spurs in White Hart Lane on the last day of the season, they managed to finish one point and one place over Leeds. The silverware didn't end there. Following an iconic Charlie George goal in extra time, Arsenal defeated Liverpool to seal an impressive league and cup double. The 1970-71 season was unfortunately the pinnacle for Story. His remaining time in Arsenal was a series of near misses for the club and a catalogue of injuries for Story. The growing frustration of an ageing Peter Story and issues surrounding his growing alcohol problems culminated in a refusal to train with the reserves, a club suspension and a transfer to Fulham in March of 1977. At the time, Fulham, Fulham languished just one place above the second division relegation with 12 games to play. Undoubtedly, all past the best and some by a distance. The experience of Messrs George Best, Bobby Moore, Rodney Marsh and Peter Story proved just enough to save the Cardiers from relegation. Story would return for one final season with Fulham, however, after five league games and two cup appearances, his contract was torn up in November of 1977 and he announced his retirement thereafter. It is worth noting that during this time, Story did feature for England and was first captain under Sir Alf Ramsey in 1971 in a 3-0 win against Greece. This was a time, however, when English international football was in a lull period between major tournaments and success was limited to the Home Nations Championship and no other tournament major tournaments were reached. His final appearances for England came in a friendly defeat to Italy in Turin in 1973. Story began his career as a right back. He soon picked up a reputation as a powerful tackler. Later in his career, he was deployed as a defensive midfielder so as to break up opposition play further up the pitch. He gained a reputation as Arsenal's hard man in a violent era of British football where clubs would typically employ at least one tough player willing to use dirty play to hurt the opposition and protect their own, generally more skilled players. 
who will be remembered on the field for being a cornerstone of the Arsenal double winners of 70 and 71. However, off the field, he will be remembered for something else entirely. Much different to the committed professional we witnessed during Story's younger years as an apprentice. During his peak years at Arsenal, he developed a relationship with alcohol that ultimately impacted on his personal relationships. His marriage to his first wife, Susan, broke down six months after the marriage in the summer of 1969. She left him for good in February of 1971 after tiring of his self-described boozy, carefree ways. He met his second wife, Cathy MacDonald, at London's Playboy Club in May of 1972. The pair began living together before getting married in 1975. The couple had a daughter named Natalie in December of 1976. He married third wife Jill shortly before the arrival of his son, Peter, born in November 1981. His second son, Anthony, was born in December of 1982 and his third son, Jamie, was born in September of 1987. He later divorced Jill and married a French woman, Danielle Scorsoletti. He later split up with Danielle and got back together with Jill before leaving Jill and his three sons to return to Danielle some years later. By 2010, he was in regular contact with his three sons, but has not seen daughter Natalie in decades. His life began to fall apart in 1975 after he took a three-year tenancy agreement out on the Jolly Farmers pub in London's Southgate Road. At the time, it was common for, for footballers to invest in pubs, as did other Arsenal teammates. His marriage to Cathy fell apart as he spent more nights at his pub with the attractions of drink and women than at home with his wife. He became more dependent on alcohol as his career in Arsenal came to an end. He would also invest in a minicab firm in Newington Green, but failed. He turned to crime when helping local gangsters, the Barry Brothers, to counterfeit money by providing finance and storage of the cast die. He was arrested and whilst on bail set up a brothel called the Calypso Massage Parlour with three women to try and raise enough money to flee to Spain to avoid trial for conspiracy to produce counterfeit money. He was arrested and pleaded guilty to keeping a brothel on the 22nd of December 1979 and was handed a £700 fine and a six-month suspended sentence. He was also briefly jailed for contempt of court after failing to appear at his bankruptcy hearings. In September of 1980, the trial for conspiracy to produce counterfeit money came to a conclusion and Story was sentenced to three years imprisonment. He served his time at Wandsworth and Springhill. He was handled he was handed a 12-month sentence, suspended in April of 1982 for stealing two cars he had in higher purchase while running his minicabs firm. After a time on unemployment benefits, he worked on a market stall in Portobello Road. In 1990, he was jailed for 28 days for attempting to import 20 pornographic videos from Europe which he had hidden in a spare tyre. After his release, he worked as a minicab driver in Islington, ran by Tommy Adams. He spent 1995 in Istanbul, working as a chauffeur for Hamad bin Khalifi Al 
and his entourage. In 2004, he moved to a village near Toulouse in southern France with Daniel, and he sold much of his football memorabilia and medals for a measly 20,000. In September 2010, he released a no-holds-barred autobiography, True Story, My Life and Crimes of Football Hatchetman, a biofilm project fell through. Thus ends the tale of Peter's story. After retiring from football, Peter was convicted of various criminal offences and one might suspect it was owing to copious amounts of time that afforded to a young retiree. However, we would be remiss to not note the impact of British football's drinking culture had on a number of players from this period. I hope you enjoyed episode 3 of Monster Clubhouse and even if you didn't, it would help me improve the series. If you would leave a review where you find this podcast or alternatively let me know on our Instagram the Busted Barstools, or via my Twitter, Sasquatch Thanks for listening.